Hey everyone, thank you for listening to another episode of Spoiler Force Podcast. You can find all episodes on any podcasting platform like Apple Podcasts, Spotify, SoundCloud, and watch episodes on YouTube. Don't forget to like, share, and subscribe, and make sure to follow Spoiler Force on all social media platforms at Spoiler Force Podcast. Hey everyone, this is Matt Hill, voice of Ryo Sonata from Rona Warriors, and you're watching Spoiler Force. All right, so this is episode 147 of Spoiler Force Podcast. My name is Ricky, and thank you for tuning in. This week's guest is someone that I was not expecting to get on this week, but thanks to Julian from What's In My Head Podcast, my podcasting brother, man, he hooked this up. Uh, this, the guest I have this week, he's voiced so many uh, roles from cartoons to anime. So let me bring my guest here, Matt Hill. Thank you so much for doing this today. Oh, Ricky, my pleasure. Power to the old, uh, you know, anime there and uh, pulling up the, you know, the classics. Thank you for that. Yeah, you know, I, I wanted to start off with uh, Fatal Fury because this that movie was one I literally grew up on. Um, I was like still like maybe just grade school, not even. Yeah. Um, my, my cousin Lee, uh, he used to always play it every morning because I would go to his house. Uh, yeah. Because I went to school where he to the elementary school where he lived, so I would go there, and he's a lot older than me, so he was by this time he's already like 10, 11, you know. So he he has his like touch in anime and fighting games, and Fatal yeah. Fury is one of his favorite franchises. And so in order for me to just you know to not bug him, he yeah. put on that movie for me. So I <laughs> practically grew up with Fatal Fury. Um, you know, you voicing Laocorn, like your voice is just so iconic to me because it stands out. Yeah, um, you know, with the rasp and like very youthful, and then you know, I, I your voice was always one that that stuck out to me because I I would always I would hear it and then like in anime I would hear it, Bob. Like I why can't I pinpoint this actor? Like I know this voice. Who is yeah. it? Yeah. And then um, uh, it wasn't until Ronin Warriors where I realized I was like, Yo, he voices Loudhorn from Fatal You're Fury. Like, Wait a second, I <laughs> that voice. oh for sure, that's but awesome, man. man. Thank you for uh, that. Yeah, you know, like you know. I, I never realized like how much anime credits you had. Like I said, I didn't realize like your voice was, uh, I didn't realize it was your voice until I got older. So, you know, yeah. doing anime for like the early classic animes, man, how, and, and seeing how much anime has changed now, how does that, you know, how, how, how does that, uh, how does that make you feel? Yeah. You know, it's wild because I guess I've, I've never um, like that side of it. When you say how anime has changed, I, I actually, that honest part of me goes like, has it? I don't even know. Because <laughs> for us, it's the same thing. Like, you know, we go in the same studio for, for the most part. And, uh, you know, we go in and, you know, scream our lungs out into the, uh, you know, in the microphone. <laughs> you know, we hear this, the three beats. Their director either says, you know, yep, yeah, you got it. Or, nope, go again. You know, um, or, you know, some days your voice is bleeding a little bit. Sometimes it's not. It's like, oh, yeah, this is anime. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you know? Yeah. A anime, it's like the just like the whole uh culture of it really man like how big it's gotten over the past oh, couple yeah, of years yeah, yeah. yeah like with the cons and like even yeah. just the the animation studios and even the voice I, I live here in texas now so like you know there's so many voice actors here in the dallas area oh so it's, it's right, right, right. well because back in the day when we first started dallas was kind of like the the alternative hub wasn't it um, yeah. you know, I remember some of the actors saying like, you know, at conventions, they like that, they would, you know, say, Oh yeah, yeah. We're from, we're from the Dallas tribe, you know? And, um, so I didn't realize that it's now become like, you know, like the major, major hub. 
um, which makes sense, right? It's like, you know, there's so many talented people everywhere. So spread the love as far as I'm concerned, you know? Yeah, but you were doing like voice acting before anime even got big in the States though. You were still like, you know, it was slowly transitioning. It was like right around that tsunami era of anime. Well, I'm that old that like I was even doing voiceover before like the dinosaurs were even like, you know, like doing <laughs> dinosaurs. I just look young, but you know, I'm actually like 3,000 years old. You know? <laughs> no, you look great, man. It's just, it's really cool to speak with a veteran of that, man. Like, cause you got to see the, the beginning process of it before to what it's now, you know, cause yeah. now you can do like remote work. You can, yeah. you know, like there's the, the streaming service now for anime, but before you and like a lot of the other uh, anime voice veterans, you guys had to like come in the studio, record on tapes, you know, very limited oh. tools. Oh know, yeah. And, and to see the change now, I, I'm pretty yeah. sure like for you, you know, it, it must be pretty exciting to see all of that. Well, it's wild. You know, like I said, it's, it's interesting because you're actually teaching me how much things have changed because I keep going like, <laughs> it hasn't changed that much for me, but uh, you know, we're still in the same studio for the most yeah. part, still has the same couches that kind of, you know, have the same coffee stains on them and stuff like that. Um, but uh, you know, but in terms of like the genre, um, yeah, I mean, I'm sure it's, um, I mean, yeah, it, I mean, I guess from the consciousness, um, way, 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 way more fans are watching it, you know, I guess in this, you know, new generation of stuff, if I'm hearing it correctly. Right. Yes. Yeah, there is. Uh, yeah. There's because there's so many different genres of anime now. But for yeah. me, you know, I, right. I love my classics. Like I said, right. Fatal Fury, Ronin Warriors. Right. Yeah. You know, that stuff. I, that's some the stuff I, that I hold like very close to my heart. Um, yeah. but, you know, I, I want to let fans know, man, like, just just for the the old heads for fatal fury man how did you get that role of loud corn man I, I was like was that one of the first anime roles you got oh gosh now you're making me remember that uh <laughs> it's kind of all a big huge collusion of anime in the like i think like the late 80s early 90s maybe the mid 90s i'm just gonna go out on a limb here um where it was like that we were doing a whole bunch of different shows um, and so, you know, like that, some days would be like, okay, we're going to do Ronan Warriors. Some days we're doing Fatal Fury, you know, other days we're doing, like, you know, card captors or, um, you know, all the other ones that we were doing. Um, and uh, for me personally, it was more about going, okay, just like make sure I do the right voice that they, that they hired me for. So, you know, thank God they keep it on, um, you know, on tape um, so that, you know, when I was like asked to do the reference and stuff like that, I could, you know, come back and do what it is I had hired for. Right. So, um, you know, for me, that's, that was always the thing I needed to keep in mind. So, um, you know, cause I, I mean, I've done a lot of stuff, but I definitely have a very, mine's more limited in terms of like, you know, my like brain retention of different <laughs> roles. <laughs> it's like, Oh, you did that. Oh yeah, I did that. That's right. <laughs> you know, and not cause I didn't enjoy it, but it was because I was loving it so much as well. And, you know, for being an actor and being able to say, okay, my God, I was in the studio five days this week, or, you know, I was, I was, you know, doing 150 episodes of anime this year. Um, that's really awesome because it's saying, okay, you know, we get to do what it is we came here to do. Um, and, you know, we're making a good paycheck from what we're doing and, you know, things like, like things like this, um, when they came along, being able to talk to the fans of the shows, um, you know, it, it just continues to sort of like keep the love alive right you know that's wonderful man like you know because because I, I i understand like you've done so much 
over the years. So it, it is a bit hard to remember certain things that's happened. Because, like, again, like, it's like one big collage, you know, like, yeah. like, like a painting. You know, it's just so many things going on. But it is, like I said, it's wonderful to know that you have, like, this kind of experience. Because, you know, with a lot of new voice actors coming up, they're, they're you know, they're, they're trying to gain that experience as well. Like, just trying to get into different shows. And now that there's, you know, even more shows than ever or more different genres for anime, like, it, it's very, right. it's very available. But, you know, I, I guess... For you, Matt, like going from just doing voicing anime and then voicing like Western cartoons like Ed and Nettie, you know, like, did you see any challenge in the differences of the shows? Oh, like between like the anime and say Prelate, you mean? Yeah, you know, because you know, with, with anime, because there's like the dubbing process and then you, you have to ma match uh, mouth voice, yeah. but then like when you do like cartoons like you know, in, in, in the States. You don't really have to worry about that too much, you know, you can kind of they, they go off of you a little bit. So, right. was there like was there differences and uh i guess for you for your experience did you see any differences that in, oh, the, in that oh absolutely you know i mean doing anime you just nailed it we used to call it like painting fences so we'd be like okay <laughs> as long as we like get the job done in the efficient time that they've got us in the studio for as well as say for each take make sure we get out before the end of the third beep um say the line before the next character comes in so that's where the director would always be going like oh you oh my god dude you got it yes that was awesome <laughs> and then the next three will be like eh, stop go back you missed it and eh, stop go back you missed it right and so it's this sort of you know this you know feels flowy and then sometimes it feels like you're just going like, oh i didn't do it today you know um and then with prelay um it's a whole other dif different animal um you know where they're animating obviously everything you know after we've done the, the recording right so it's a lot more free in terms of um being able to really you know like i don't know feel the freedom of the character let's say because then everything that we're doing not only are you know honoring the lines but at the same time then if we're on a show where the director just says like just play and we'll figure it out, you know, like, at, you know, at the edit, I mean, that doesn't happen lots, but, um, you know, it, it's a lot more fun that way. Um, whereas anime was like, okay, paint the fence, don't go out of the lines, don't make the line go longer than you can have time for, um, or, right, or you just got to keep doing it over and over and over again, right? I've talking with like a lot of the English dub actors. Like I, I've yeah. come to really respect, you know, the the effort that you have to put into just even match mouth flaps and like, you know, even for the writers, you know, they have to make oh, sure yeah. that it makes sense. They can't, you can't just like go off on something like a whole different tangent on what the, oh, the, I, what the original I, script absolutely. is. You know? <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, no, and that's because then they'd be like, uh, what? What did you just do? Right. And uh, um, so that was the challenge of doing anime. But in some respects, it's it's fun because you just get in a good rhythm as well. Right. And so it's really like that becomes sort of like the art of the craft. Right. To be able to go like, oh, awesome. I did it in like this much time today. And, you know, they were stoked with what I did, you know, say in these sections. And, you know, I only had to redo it a few times over, you know, like, you know, like later on or whatever. Right. Um, you know, I mean, I, I, I'm remembering like. I think it was like um god i think rantaro was he the one that like did was he, oh no the yeah he's the one that like did the like screamed a lot right yeah <laughs> like those early sessions it was like they we would scream 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 and then i'd literally run out of air they'd be like ah oh, you didn't get it you need to go a little <laughs> bit longer so I'm like for real they're like yeah we didn't get it i'm so sorry you know so you're just like you know like ah 
oh, like you're screaming and fighting and everything. Like you know, I'm like sweating, bleeding out my throat, you know, almost passing out. And they're like, we got it. <laughs> Move on. You know, so I was just like, woo, victory, you know. <laughs> What was your what, what's your thoughts on that? You know, because like, again with anime, like there's a lot of fight scenes, a lot of oh, uh, grunting so, and screaming. You know, so, so much. I mean, there was some days <laughs> where it felt like I was like having a fight with myself because you know, like I'm the only one in the studio. I'm sweating bullets. Um, you know, and, and it's like sometimes I don't even know where I am except if as long as I look down and I you know see the line on the screen. Okay, I'm still here. Okay, you know. You know, and if I pass out, they'd pick me up and they, you know, sit me back down, you know, spit water <laughs> on my face and stuff like that, you know. But uh, what's funny, Ed Ed Nettie was the only prelay where we was almost, it was almost like anime where we couldn't ad lib one line. We couldn't add a breath. We couldn't add anything that wasn't scripted specifically for each episode. Right, because Danny's vision was so spot on, and um, it was it was amazing. Um, you know, because I mean, sometimes it made for very long, tedious sessions, but at the same time, the the proof is in the creation of the product. Right? Um, I mean, we never had pickups to do, which is unheard of in prelay. Right? A lot of the time, you know, they'll maybe write the script a little bit long, right? And they'll be like, "Oh, we'll just fix it in edits," or you know, we'll have a pickup session later on where we'll you know, fix things that didn't work or, you know, maybe the script went a little long or whatever. And Ed Nitty was like, <laughs> like, do it this way, you know, just like anime, but this being pre-laid, Danny going like, I ain't letting it go till it's right inside my head, right? Because he oh, had man. it all. Like he was just, it was, it was genius in motion um, being able to work on that show because, uh, you know, I mean, the only like that, the only show I've ever done in prelay that um, you know, we've very rarely had pickups to do, um, you know. So, because Danny wouldn't let it go until he got what he wanted, you know. So sometimes we'd be like, oh, I don't know what you want, right? And he's just like, well, just do it the way I need you to do it, and then I'll let it go, you know. We're like, oh, okay. <laughs> now that you bring up Ed and Nettie, you know, I I do want to let like fans know as well, like that that show for me, I I wasn't the biggest fan of it like i loved it don't get don't get it wrong but i i believe it Rich. No, no. i'm gonna leave now no no no, no. i loved it but it, it's just like i i i watched it growing up but i wasn't like yeah. consistently watching it as a kid yeah yeah because yeah. yeah. i was more into the anime stuff but yeah and then eddie stands out because of just how the cartoon and animation looked and my mom hated it my mom i remember my mom was like why are you watching this it's no, it looks so dumb, dumb. Stupid, I know, like, yeah, I know. And it was, you know what's ironic like, matt is like yeah. she hated ed the most yeah <gasps> that's the character my mom hated the most she's like why do you like ed so that's much I'm like, okay. don't tell your mom she was just uneducated uh, uh, on the love <laughs> of the love of the ed not uneducated but just uneducated on the love of ed that's it you know it's okay and that that's exactly why she didn't like it. I guess it's just about how you portrayed his voice. Like she was like, Ricky, why do you like his character so much? I'm like he's oh, he's the greatest. <laughs> like like the, the scene where he's like the, the one episode where he sleepwalks and like he just oh, drags everything with him. And you know, like oh man, like that one that episode and then like him making uh toast and like oh, you yeah. know, putting butter in his shoes and yep. like all this weird shit that he does and throughout yep. Edna and Eddie, my my, my oh. mom specifically, she hated it. But I she could it. she she yeah. she wouldn't like 
she hated the show, but she would still let me watch it. She, I don't know why, but like she would just like you know you enjoy it, yeah. watch it. But I hate you it. It's it. annoying. That's okay. You're not out, you know, making trouble out in that out of yeah. the world. Oh yeah, no. I mean, I I think my mom's reaction when I first showed them the first episode was like, "You get paid to do that." <laughs> yeah, pretty awesome, hey. <laughs> I mean, they came around, obviously, but uh, you know. Uh, but, uh, you know, so it's not for everyone, but, uh, but it's definitely for some, you know, but, uh, um, you know, and even at Ed and Eddie, it's, it's a show that is, I, I believe with my heart, why it's still so popular to this day, because it just, it kind of was created in that time frame when that type of animation was obviously just, you know, rocket fuel popular in terms of like being so unique. Yeah. Um, and you know, and, and the storylines and, you know, the vision that Danny and the creative team had, um, you know, and with all due respect, I think with, you know, the cast that, that he, you know, was able to put together, um, and, and, and I think in a way force us to continue to get better and better and better in what we did in terms of like the show's vision coming to fruition every episode, you know? Um, so it's, I think it's why it's kind of stayed the, stayed the test of time, I guess, you know? I mean, it, it really, literally is a classic, man. Like even on oh, like yeah. social media today, people would use yeah. the Ed boys and memes yeah. or like, yeah. oh, you know, I, know. I love it. Well, I love that. You know, we, we would have the thing you, you like, you remember cartoon, cartoon Friday. Oh man. Right? So like, oh, man. you know, being the classic, the going, like I had never done, I hadn't done that for so long. It's so great to be able to do it again. You know, <laughs> I, I, I love just like the, the takes that. Even like for Cartoon Network, how they would yeah. do like the commercial ads and have the collaborations of all the characters together, yeah. you know. So oh, like, yeah. uh, I, I I love that. But then like you know, I just kind of bring back to Ed and Eddie, man. Like that show, like you said, it, the animation just was so unique. Yeah, and absolutely. Um, you know, and I think a lot of fans who do watch Ed and Eddie, like like me grew up with these characters and you yeah. know like a lot of us who are young who were young watching this felt like the ed boys you know always trying to yeah. think of something fun to do or yeah. you know like eddie's always hustling trying to get the next quarter you know and then you got double d like thinking of plans and how to make things and you got ed just living life just like rolling you know rolling with the wind with all of them oh, you know? yeah. so it, it's it's so cool to see like how you you as the voice actors like bring that art to life and then like you know i, I wanted to bring up this too because literally today i i saw like this clip going on instagram again that's like the like just like the behind the scenes stuff i'm pretty sure you've seen it as well oh, on the internet like okay. it's, it's been circulating yeah. again and oh, just like the okay. behind the scenes for an ad netty yeah. and like you know i see all these comments like man like the the actors look just like the characters in the cartoon well that, that's the wild thing too is was like when we finally <laughs> got to like i think we had like eight official callbacks which is unheard of for you know for any show right and um and but when we you know when it sort of like started whittling down to like you know like three of us would be in the room at the same time but we'd all have the same script of you know say like ed single d and then there'd be three double d's and three eddies and you know the canker sisters and you know rolf and those guys um but then it was like this sort of a magical moment where um we kind of went like oh like i remember being in the studio with sam, like sam and tony um, it turned out to just be the three of us for this one day. And I think for that final one, there was us and like one other set of Ed's, like, I guess, that they were trying to, you know, um, basically decide on. Um, and, you know, we had no idea, like as actors, we're just like, we just want to give you what you want so you can hire us so we can, you know, like get this painful process over and, you know, sign the contract on the line. And, um, 
you know, my character, Ed, I like, I could see like Danny was getting so frustrated because he knew what he wanted from Ed. Like, I'm, you know, but for me, for instance, right. Because he was like, he's gotta be like brainless, but he's not stupid, you know, like stuff like that. And, <laughs> and this one final like callback, it was wild. I was just out of desperation. I, I did what you're not supposed to do, which is I, I, I stopped for a second and I was like, Oh, uh, excuse me guys. And I, and I went and I tapped on the microphone and which you don't do, right. The, you know, the engineer's like, you just hit the microphone. I'm like, uh, how do you get water from this thing here? Right. And literally I saw Danny on the other side of the glass going, Oh my God. Oh my God. And I thought, Oh fuck, that's it. I'm dead. I'm, I'm, I'm fired to hire before I'm even hired. And he's going, did you get that recorded? The engineer's like, yeah, I got it. Looking at me like, you know, I'm going to kill you. Um, and so he goes, let him listen to that. That's Ed, right? And, and so <laughs> oh, they let him listen to what I did. And, you know, they're, you know, how do you get water from this thing here? And he's like, do that and you're hired, right? And uh, thank <laughs> God for the first 13 episodes. Every time I get away from, you know, doing Ed from sort of coming in sideways, he'd be like, play in the thing, play in the take, play in the thing. Right. So I, you know, I'd hear, how do you get water from this thing here? And, you know, and, um, but it really helped because then I could play within this sort of, you know, this sandbox that they were writing Ed in. Right. And um, so it was super specific, but yet so freeform in a way as well, um, which gave me a lot of freedom because um, it was awesome because the only time in a cartoon where they said, we don't want you to read the script beforehand, don't prepare. We want Ed to literally, like you said, just come in from like left field or come in from underneath or, you know, like, hello, light, you know, and he comes in from over <laughs> here and, you know, kick my feet, kick my feet, right? And and uh, it was such a joy to play. And, uh, you know, I, like I say, I feel honored that uh, that all I got chose to play him, you know, so. I mean, was that voice just something you improv then? Or, you well, know, like, is it, just like I said, it kind of just, it ended up evolving um i get and 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 like that mistake of doing the thing on the mic really kind of solidified the uh uh well i don't know guys uh you know because you know how ed's always just like you know i don't know eddie you know and then like oh my god i love chickens right it yeah. was just it was just this <laughs> celebration of all these lines that thank god even the way he wrote them i'd just stand there and go like okay there's okay there's eddie's line okay there's double d's line ed okay Ah, right, and I, you know, I love chickens, right, or or whatever, and and you know, huh, you know, but even sometimes the simplest line would get stuck in this mire of going like that, like a laugh one day, right? You know, you think like saying, you know, going like, oh, you know, funny, Eddie. You'd think that that'd be easy. Some days, Danny would be like, doesn't sound like Ed. I'm like, what do you mean, doesn't sound like Ed? I'm just, I'm not just goes doesn't sound like Ed. We're not moving forward till it sounds like Ed. And I was like, oh, okay. You know, so you do 40 takes, you know, doing the laugh just to get the line, you know. And usually it was one of us like that it sort of got stuck on a line and then it would be their turn. <laughs> so, you know, so one day it'd be me, then it'd be Sam, and then it'd be Tony and, you know, the rest of the uh, of the cast as well. They all have their, their own stories of, you know, oh, yeah, you know. <laughs> Ooh, that was a tough day that day yeah <laughs> uh, what would you say was i guess the toughest moment for ed for you like i guess from what from what uh 
you know, for, for I guess for his character, like, was there anything that was specifically tough that you remember, but like one of his lines or just his laugh or something? When, well, like that, like sometimes I know as an actor, I was bringing everything that I had, you know, and like that, I'd sometimes be going, guys, I'm sweating like bullets. I'm, you know, my, my voice is like, I'm, I'm, I'm going as big as I can go. And then I'd hear, you know, bigger, you gotta go bigger. <laughs> we, you know, the three ends, that was sort of like, I think we all went to therapy afterwards sometimes because we, we would hear like, we'd be, cause you know, those scenes where like double D's going nuts, Eddie's going nuts. And then there's Ed, you know, going through the middle of the scene, going crazy. Imagine recording that. We were like at we were like at eleven plus, and then sometimes like then Danny would be like, "Well, it's it's good, but it's not quite there." You know, energy, energy. We'd be going like, "Ah, okay, okay, okay." Take a break. Come back five minutes later, and then we just like rip through it like there's nobody's business, and you know, then it would be like, "Oh, see there, you got it." <laughs> <laughs> oh. Man, the best that is, that of times, is, the best of times. Oh man, that that is like so good to know, like these behind the scenes stories for like yeah. Ed and Nettie. Like you know, listening to the the podcast that you had with Julian, and then even the mm. one with you, Sam and Tony on there, that yeah. reunion, man, like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, that you you guys were just like, it's like you guys never left. You know, just seeing how all you guys got together. Yeah, and like it's it's still like the same as if it was when Ed and Nettie was yeah. st- is still airing on TV, you know? Well, that's but- the beauty of, of, of say doing, I think cartoons as well. Um, and I think voiceover in general is it's, it, there's, there's something that's really special to be able to gather with a group of people that, you know, you've gotten to do this creative stuff with, um, you know, you create bonds in ways that, uh, you know, um, that maybe you don't do in other jobs, maybe, I don't know, you know, I mean, have you thought about like I don't know if you have, but have you thought about going to cons? I guess you know. I know oh yeah, I've been to lots of cons. Oh yeah. Yep, oh, yep. Okay. Yep. Yep. No, I'm going to a couple. Yeah. I'm, I'm going to one in Florida in August. Actually, it's going to be an Ed, Ed and Eddie, me and um, uh, what do you call it? Peter, who plays Rolf. Um, oh yeah, and, Peter. We're going to be going to one in um in Florida, and and then I'm going to one in April. Uh. And another one in June, I think, at this point. So, um, if that's what you meant by cons, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. just like conventions in general. Because yeah. I, I, I've, you know, I, I met Peter um, once at a Kamea Con because I, 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 I knew he voiced Goku way back in yeah. the day, and oh, so like he is so talented. And, so, like, oh, and, and meeting and meeting him in person was just hilarious because when he did the Rolf voice and hearing yeah. it like in yeah, front yeah. of me, oh my god. It, he it, it's never aged like he, yeah. it still sounds like rolf and yeah. you know oh, the yeah. whole son of the shepherd line and then like hearing yeah. him say like goku lines in rolf's voice like it was oh, yeah. it was freaking amazing yep. uh, well, that's peter man he is such a talented <laughs> dude he's uh, a stand-up citizen too it's a good guy it's a good guy if you want to start your own podcast like spoiler force then sign up with buttsprout buttsprout has helped hundreds of thousands of users like me to begin their podcasting journey with easy-to-use tools, you can effectively get your podcast into different platforms like Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Amazon, iHeartRadio, and more. You can view your stats, create audio clips, and even have your own podcasting website. Buzzsprout offers ideas, tips, tricks, and tutorials to help you improve your podcast. Follow the link below, and once you sign up, you'll get a $20 Amazon gift card. 
This will let Buzzsprout know that I sent you and will also support Spoiler Force Podcast. If you want a simpler way to record both video and audio for your podcast, then sign up with StreamYard. StreamYard is the perfect program to create podcasts, host live streams, and even do video calls. There are many tools that can help you create and design your own personal studio. You can screen share, read live comments, and stream to different destinations like Facebook, YouTube, and Twitch. You can also download your video and audio once you're done with your recording session. Follow the link below, and once you sign up with the basic or pro plan, you'll earn a $10 credit to use for StreamYard. Happy podcasting. I, I know that you've also um, you've also been doing like a lot of, uh, I, I want to say, like I guess, marathon running. I know that you've done that. I, I watched one of your uh, TED Talks that you did a couple years back. Oh, and sweet. Yeah, I, I, I never knew that uh, you were, like, taking that marathon stuff. Like, it was, like, a serious thing, like, running around the States and, like, going to schools and all of that. Yeah. You know, is, oh, that, is that something that sure. you're still doing now, too? Yeah. I mean, that was um, that was our tour called Run for One Planet. Uh, and so me and my former partner, Stephanie, we ran – 11,000 miles across Canada and then all, all the way around the perimeter of the States. Um, and then along the way we went to, uh, we did, I guess we met about 50,000 kids in 240 schools. Um, and it was that same thing, you know, sharing our message, which was, you know, using running as a basically in kind of inspiration way to share the message. Um, and then, you know, meeting as many kids as we possibly could to, uh, you know, to, just help them make, you know, good choices for a healthier world. And um, essentially it, it kind of turned into just this incredible way of being able to use the voices. And in, and in some respects, being the voice of Ed in that moment, absolutely like elevated our message in the schools, like times 11, it was unbelievable to be able, you know, or being, you know, Raphael or, you know, one of the Care Bears and, I didn't realize it when we went out. In fact, I was kind of going like, ah, we shouldn't really talk about the voice as much. And, you know, and then one time we were completely dying in this one event because the kids were going like, it's because they're boring. And, you know, thank God my partner stuff. She's just like, it's like, we got to use the cartoons. And I was like, yeah, okay. (laughs) So it's like, hey, sparkly people, who wants to save the planet with Ed and Stephanie, right? And like 2000 kids went from like, these guys are boring to like, oh my God. Oh my God! Right. So, in that moment, we knew that that was our audience, right? And so, um, it was such a gift, um, you know, to then be able to authentically go into all of these situations and say, "Hey, I'm this voice," and you know, and then play with them by doing these voices, but then at the same time, being able to impact their lives in a positive way um, by saying, "Hey, you know what." you, you matter and you, you know, your life matters as well. And, you know, we want you to live up in, in a really healthy world and, you know, um, let's, let's kind of all come together on this sort of planet posse that we were on and, you know, make it, make a difference in people's lives. And, um, you know, it's, uh, yeah, still probably the most, one of the most special experiences I've ever had running, um, you know, was being able to go into, you know, hundreds of schools and, um, and, you know, have all these kids, just, you know, and teachers go, oh my God, thank you for doing this job because, you know, like my life was elevated, you know, you being Raphael and, you know, I grew up in a really tough neighborhood and, you know, the way of the turtle really helped me believe in myself. And, you know, you playing Raphael, I thought you knocked it out of the park and, you know, and, um, you know, same thing with like Ed, Ed and Eddie, right? Going, these kids, these kids, you know, they have nothing, but yet these voices that we were doing were as kind of adding so much joy into the situation 
right? And so um, it was just a very humbling experience, right? Because, you know, they're looking at me going like, thank you for doing this. And I'm going, oh my God, you guys, thank you for giving me a great life, right? Um, it was, um, you know, and I never would have got that experience if, if we would, if we hadn't have, you know, gone out on that big adventure, you know, so uh, very grateful for that, you know, and, and, and like I said, the timing of, of especially Ed being so huge in America in, the, in that moment, or, or say at Ed Nettie, um, it was, it was like, thank you, Ed. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> you know, cause it really did. It really helped us to, to reach so many kids in a way that I think it, you know, it, it wouldn't have had that same sparkle to it. Right. So uh, to, to kind of like, just take it back here, man, like what, what inspired you to, to start running in the first place? Was it like a personal thing or did you have like health issues at all? And then like decided to, you know, yeah, change your no oh man. But yeah, I shot my mom up in heaven. She would tell you, um, you know, I kind of hit the ground running. I'm, I kind of skipped crawling. Um, and <laughs> when I was about two, she left the front door open on our house by mistake. And, uh, you know, she's like, Matthew, back. Uh oh, my kid's gone, and she literally—I was like gone. And uh, this, you know, as soon as I could like find my wheels, I was just like, Phew. and uh, she found me down at the beach. Um, we lived in a in a town in, um, called uh, West in West Vancouver, which is um, on the on the ocean. Um, so it was you know it was a perfect spot for me, and uh, you know just meeting people and you know being out in nature. Um, that really, I just had this I don't know just this desire instead of just walking somewhere, I just ran there as, like, you know, as a kid, right. I'm always testing myself, wanting to see, Ooh, can I beat my time? You know, I, I didn't have a watch, but you know what I mean? Just like, can I get there faster than I did the last time? Or, you know, um, how much more out of breath can I be or whatever game I was playing with myself at the time. And, um, and it, it kind of really instilled in me this, um, I guess in a way, this mission that I've been on for my whole life, which was to, find a way to be as sustainable in my running and in my life as possible. Um, you know, and so, because as I started to adding, add distances, those were sort of like mini milestones for me. Right. So, you know, like the first time I ran around my town that, you know, we ended up moving to, which was, I guess it was about maybe, maybe 20 K around. Um, you know, I did that when I was 10. And, you know, and then the first time I ran to my elementary school and back, and that was like maybe 15 kilometers. And so there was always all these sort of um, life progressions um, setting me up to then when, you know, we ended up doing the, you know, the big one looper around North America was when I was 40. Right. But if I hadn't have done all those, you know, little, little mini one loopers, from, you know, running out, you know, when I saw that the front door was open when I was two, right, to that moment of um, of really going like, oh, my God, I think I could actually do this, right? Um, it, it changed everything, um, you know, and so for me, marathons, that's why it's kind of been the perfect distance because, I mean, I'm not fast by any means. It's, it's more about being able to just, I guess, that's why my motto is, you know, small steps add up and you know, just keep putting one foot in front of the other, right? Because, um, you know, because some, some days it ain't pretty, uh, but some days it's quite, you know, it's quite beautiful, you know? Even a, you know, a former Ninja Turtle, Ed, 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 guy like me, you know, it's, uh, you know, and it's kind of, it's helped me stay on this path where, you know, when I say I had a setback or if, I, if I've had a health challenge, it's the same thing. Or if I've had an injury, it, it's been in, so that I can, kind of in a way regroup and go oh okay 
my plan is to run till I, you know, leave this earth, hopefully when I'm like 104. But in the meantime, if I have an injury or if I have an illness, it's being smart about going, okay, what do I need to do to heal? What do I need to do to be able to get back on the runs of my life? Right. And so for me, it's more been, you know, I guess in a way, if I was a surfer, it'd be that same thing going like, okay, you know, ride in that next wave. Right. And that is wonderful. Like the way how you just use running to kind of just and apply it into your daily life. And, you know, like it's not just physically being endured, like having endurance, but it's also like mental or even at times like spiritual endurance, like oh, just emotional yeah. endurance, you know, like yeah. I think that's great it. that like it's great that you've brought that up to kind of like, cause even for like, for even for your, your acting career, like I'm pretty sure you've had setbacks as well. And, running has helped you kind of like deal with a lot of those issues as well. Absolutely. I mean, it's like, you nailed it, Ricky. It's uh, it it really became a metaphor for, for life really. Um, You know, and, and uh, I mean, I mean so many different um, times throughout my life where, you know, I realized going, wow, running's really been my best friend my whole life. Right. It's almost like this, this sort of silent trail partner, right? That I'm like, oh, it's my shadow. Oh, okay, <laughs> that's me. You know, um, obviously, figuratively and spiritually, right? It's, uh, oh yeah, I mean, and you know, um, and and being able to connect with something else that sometimes it's just like I can't even describe it, except it's like when you when you kind of go, ah, I know why we're here. You know what yeah, I mean? It's like, yeah. you know, it's like, and, and sometimes it happens. It's not the magic, like looking up at the stars. Some Absolutely. That's a lot of the time what it is, but there's moments when sometimes it's like, I'm for some reason, like so hungry. And all I can think of is like getting to the next store where I could like get an ice cream or, uh, or, or whatever it is that like I'm craving. And that is like those meat at the end. And it's just like, Oh, was the best run I've ever had in my life, <laughs> you know? And uh, yeah. And then other times it's just like, oh, this is the toughest run from like, the, from the first step, right? But I've got this many to do. So, you know, it's just like, you just like that, you just put one foot in front of the other. And, you know, um, for me on Run for One Planet a lot, it was actually kind of cool because a lot of the time it really was, you know, we were, we were tired a lot of the time because you know, me and Steph, we were running, we were doing a marathon each a day. So that's a lot of running. Um, and we would sometimes get to the point where, you know, you're out of calories. So then, you know, you get to the point where you're starting to weave a little bit where I am at least, um, tired. I didn't want to, I didn't want to sort of lean too much into traffic, right? Because, you know, there's still cars whizzing by a lot of the time. Um, but you know, um, that's, that's where I believe that the good Lord above, had my back a lot and, um, you know, um, kept, kept me safe and kept us safe. Cause you know, we, we knew in that respect, we were going out to sort of like reach out large and there was no guarantees that, you know, that we were going to come back alive. Right. But every day I prayed that, you know, that that would be what our result was that we would, you know, not only arrive alive, but we would, you know, come back, you know, successful and, having, you know, reached as many people as we could. And so, um, I feel very grateful for that. Oh, that that's yeah. really like really inspiring, man. Like I, I'm, I'm not like, I, I don't love running. Like when, yeah. when I used to like do wrestling, like running and doing sprints was the worst thing for me. I, <laughs> I absolutely hated it, but then, yeah. you know, 
it 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 definitely does like like doing like long distance running like that like I, i've never personally done it but my dad used to do that like yeah. he, he he was a soccer player growing up so he he'd always run when yeah. he was very young and he like like you he'd run to school and back you know so yeah. i think it's really yeah. cool that that you that you've used running pretty much the majority of your life but you know i i kind of want again want to bring this back to, to the voice acting stuff so like you, you've done running after voice acting now um but have you ever just have you decided to or do you ever want to decide to go back and do acting again? Oh, you mean like uh, like film and TV and, and stuff like right, that? I mean, like just like, or, yeah, like right like right now, like would you would you consider like doing voice acting again if, if there was oh absolutely for you? oh yeah oh absolutely yeah 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 no I mean um you know this last couple of years has been very interesting because um like everything the even the voiceover industry has changed a lot um and so for many it's awesome because it's allowed a ton of people to be able to participate in it and you know and do and be part of this this um this industry that is it's a, i mean it's a great way to earn a living and it's a great um it's a great creative way to be able to do your craft right um and so i've had to stick handle sort of like i guess in some respects for lots of a better word the the biggest pause in new series that i've ever had because I, I guess it's been near i was year 30 and then it just got really slow um but it's i don't know if i've just always believed that there's a reason for it um you know um i mean in that meantime i've i'm just about finished writing my first book so oh, nice. um, that'll that'll be out um in the next few months um which is essentially the first half of my of my life story um and um you know and life like that life in life in acting and in cartoons and in running as you know because those those have really been the three themes of my life. Um, and, uh, you know, so it's, so like that, it's, it's neat because I've sometimes when even I want to, like, I want to push time and go like, come on, I'm ready to like book another gig. But then sometimes it's like, you know, that, you know, it all <laughs> become, you know what I mean? And when I just chill on that, sometimes I go like that, do what you do, just, you know, do other things you can share your voice a different way. Right. Um, and so for me, it was really, it's been really neat to be writing this book and, you know, be definitely within the proverbial 10 K of, of the last, you know, of the marathon distance that I've been sort of writing it on. Um, so it'll be neat to, you know, finally hit the end and, you know, be able to get it out there in the world. And, um, and then now, uh, you know, be back um, now that obviously COVID is um, now opened up stuff big time. Um, I'm stoked to be able to go and um, talk to kids in schools again. So, um, cause I think for me, even though I may not, I'm, I'm probably not going to run a big distance like that again. Cause that, that really, I think in some respects is a once in a lifetime. Um, but what I'd love to do is be able to keep the, my mission of going around the planet, but by doing a school event, still have that same model where I go, you know, I get paid to go speak to the kids, but then I do the run with them so that they're also contributing to their own health. And then also this, you know, this big hairy audacious goal that I have, which is to run around the earth. So, um, you know, so I'll keep you posted, man, because uh, um, that at least feels the most right in this moment. Oh, yeah, definitely. I mean, especially with after the pandemic too, man, like, like uh, I, I've learned how serious like one's health is, man. Cause yeah. I, I, I've been, I've had COVID and then um, oh. going through that 
And like right. it made me realize, like, man, like I thank thank God I was I, I wasn't like a smoker or like yeah. you know did anything yeah. like too heavy in drugs and stuff like that. I yeah. was able to kick COVID within yeah. a couple of days. But like yeah. some people I know, man, like personally in my life, like who've suffered the effects of like drug use or even smoking yeah. cigarettes, like that hit yeah. them hard. And yeah. and like it just it, it's great that you're you're still sending out this message to stay healthy and to just you know do something very simple as just running just just to run and, and keep your body moving and like to just kind of spread like you know awareness to to one's health that way you're not like if anything should happen to to your to your body or to your to your health that you can still kind of like fight that off because I, I I think with I, th I think with what you're doing man I think it's really great to to still you know push that push that uh ideal out because i'm not saying like everyone doesn't like to work out but you know there, there's always well you know it, what I, it, you know what i think it is ricky if you know maybe if i even restate it for me it's even become recently where it's about moving yeah so you know we we were gifted these bodies these skin bags with muscles and you know ligaments and hair and skin and the way we look and so Whatever it is, in my personal opinion, it is that lights us up to be able to go, hey, you know what? I feel great in this body. And so whatever that is for somebody, that to me, that's the greatest gift that you can give yourself and the world, exactly. right? Because, you know, um, for me, I mean, and even lately, because um, I, I had a bit of a health blip um, earlier in the year, um, I got a thing called pericarditis, which is a uh, inflammation around the heart lining. So for about a couple of months, I was just like sidelined. Um, and I thought, oh my God, is it over? Um, and, you know, thank God I was able to get back to the, to, um, I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm just recently back to the runs, but I've been walking for like the last, basically the last year um, because the same thing of, of having just a low energy level and, you know, having to honor, okay, my heart was saying, okay, this is not feeling good. You need to just take it easy, dude. <laughs> right. Um, and so, uh, you know, so I've even like, I've, I've been a swimmer my whole life too, but, um, so I'm taking up swimming probably more so after this podcast as well. So, um, nice. stay tuned because, uh, you know, the, the, obviously the long distance athlete in me is always saying, go more, you can go more, Matt. <laughs> so I'm, I'm, uh, I'm, I'm, I'm early trappings of thinking, of wanting to swim um, from Hawaii to the west coast of the states, um, so because that would go right through the Pacific Garbage Patch, um, which for me also the same thing is bringing awareness that we can all contribute or not contribute to single-use plastics, you know, not entering the the water systems, and so um, so. Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm actually quite excited because for me, that's something that I never thought at 55 that I would go, yeah, you know what? I think I could swim from Hawaii to the West Coast. I mean, maybe I'm the biggest idiot on the planet, but I don't think I am. I feel like I, it might be the perfect timing to be able to take everything I've learned with, say, endurance training, um, as well as the same thing. I'm, I'm not going to go out there and and and... I'm not doing it for my ego. I'm wanting to do it because it's another way of being able to, when I connect with kids, being able to say, Hey guys, here's, here's what I'm up to. Let it inspire you in your life for whatever it is that you end up wanting to be up to. If that makes sense. Oh no, that's perfect. Like even for me, like even like, like I said, I'm not like the biggest 
runner or oh i i hate swimming too yeah, <laughs> i can really? i can i can float yeah. but i i yeah. hate swimming but like you know like just hearing how passionate you are about about your your craft and, and the things that you're doing like it really kind of it, it's very motivating you know to, to to hear like you know for someone your age who's who's still doing that you know usually people around your age are kind of like sit back and relax and by now like you know near near retirement at this point but yeah. you're still active you're still like Increase, like you're still having goals to be physically active, which is really great. Um, but man, like I, I, I can't wait to see how you're gonna do this swimming challenge, though, because like I'm just like picturing like from the distance from Hawaii to the West Coast, man. That that's swimming in well, the ocean too. Oh yeah. my god. Oh yeah. No, I mean, <laughs> and it's funny, like even saying it, there's this one little voice in me going like, "Are you crazy?" You know. But uh, but I don't know. But, I mean, you know, it, it's no different with Run for One Planet. I I swear to God, I remember saying to Steph when I shared with her that like, you know, what do you think? You know, and then I was like, "Do you think I'm crazy?" And she's like, "Yeah, you are, but you care." And I love crazy people too, and so that's why you know, you know, my dream of one became a dream of two, which then ballooned into you know having our our dream team of thirty volunteers, you know, all volunteering their time to get us and the message out there and uh you know so it that that's what still inspires me the most is is to still go okay let's see what i can do you know because like that like at some point we are going to go back to dust and so i want to be able to say you know what i did the best with what god gifted me with and um you know slow like a turtle i go and um you know so that's that's my motto so you know Man, that that is truly amazing, man. I I applaud you for that. You and know, a big just, thick wetsuit. <laughs> <laughs> you know, from from just from voice acting to, or from just acting in general to do, do, being like the athlete that you are now, man. It, it's it's just so cool to to hear your experience, man. And uh, you know, I I do got some fan questions here for you today sure. too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I wanted to get to some of these here. Uh. Let's see, let's start with this first one here. Uh, this one I got on Instagram. Uh, we, we touched up on this a little bit, but maybe you can kind of go more into depth uh, with this question here. So the question that is asked is from, uh, let me see if I can find it. Um, see. Okay, oh, here it is. Uh, from Anime Lover 087. Uh, Hello, they asked. 087. <laughs> they they ask uh the question is um will you be able to come to cons she would love to meet you i mean we touched up on this a little yes. bit already but yeah. um you said you are going to one in florida and you, you have yeah, well, set up as well yes yeah currently sorry my brain's not remembering the other two that are that are in play right now but um okay if, um if, if she wants to go look on my website which is matt-hill.com um I, once those all sort of get put together then i just get stuff posted up that way perfect and hopefully yeah, um, we get to meet someday yeah hopefully hopefully um i mean there's tons of cons here in texas too yeah. so hopefully you yeah. come and i i know peter's come to several cons yeah. here in texas and actually, maybe you can I, come with him. Came, i came to a, a, a few actually in dallas um nice with, um, for my little pony well and also for ed and stuff so yeah i mean that you know everything was kind of lumped into one uh, well, she she did have another comment after her question. I just wanted yeah. to share this with you because you know she, she is a fan of your content as well. Um, she said, uh, "Bonkatsu is her favorite antagonist in Inuyasha, and she yeah. cosplays that character a lot." So I wanted to yeah. know that you know like yeah. she she brought that up, and I was like, "Oh yeah, yeah Matt Hill isn't he is an Inuyasha?" You know? <laughs> what, was, what, what was his big what was his big um, line again? Was that like 
we will rule the world. Is that like kind of in that genre? I think it's around that. I yeah, think I it's think it, that, wasn't it's, it? Yeah. I don't recall too much of any action because like that was one I didn't really watch. Yeah. But I, I watched some of the, the clips that, you know, she, because she mentioned this. Yeah. They mentioned this uh, in the comments. I was like, I had, I had to go back and look at it. And I was like, oh, yeah. man. Like, well, oh, you yeah, know. yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, but yeah, man, your it's like your voice hasn't changed at all, man. Like if I if I just if this was just strictly an audio podcast, I wouldn't. I, I I'd still think you would be like as young as you were recording those animes back in the day, man. Well, your it's funny because like, is- you know I say I'm 55, but I'm actually 147. You guys, that's <laughs> actually how old I am. Thanks, Ricky. Uh, Thanks. Uh, let's see here. We got some questions here on Twitter. Uh, we got one from from Shadi. He says, uh, "What's your favorite episode of Ed and Nettie?" Oh, for me, the Christmas episode, hands down, because Christmas is my personal favorite, anyhow. And I just love, like, you know, Ed's joy was my joy when he just absolutely <laughs> destroyed the entire house. You know, getting things set up for Santa and putting up, you know, the gravy cakes and you know, and um, oh yeah, I love, I love Ed. He's my friend. <laughs> And speaking of Christmas, uh, we have Alex Boone here. He asks, um, do you remember working on the 1998 adaptation of Rudolph? That was the version he grew up with. Ooh, I do. What did I, who did I play? Arrow? I don't, I, I didn't even know you were on that, on, on Rudolph. I don't think I've ever, I've ever seen that. <laughs> was it, yeah, I think it was, I think it was, was that an ABC? I think. I, I'm assuming I it's the claymation one. Is it, oh, maybe it's that one? yeah. I don't remember, but uh, but I do remember. Yes, that. So thank you, sir. I had fun. <laughs> and then uh, the last question here is from from our friend uh, Julian from What's in My Head podcast. Uh, Julian. Yeah. So Julian, Julian says he was Julian's a new dad. His well, his yes, wife. He... His wife's a new mom. Way to go, you yeah. Guys. And he he re- in one of his recent episodes he said that he was going to have a daughter next. Yeah. So yeah. Congrats, yeah. To Julian and, nice uh, and Julian and family. <laughs> uh he asks um if you were throwing a dinner party yep. you could have five people uh that yep. are alive yep. plus yourself uh who would you uh let's see what would you make and what would the conversation be about so that's like wow. so we'll yeah, kind of sum it up um, okay i would have uh well i mean i would have to have my friend julian there that's uh one. um that's one um i would have to have my ed brothers Sam right and tony Sam and Tony. Um, I would have to have um, a chicken. Um, <laughs> not to eat because, you, as you know, I love chickens, right? So I don't like to eat chickens. Um, I would have um, – what would we have for dinner? We would have um, – uh, Buttered toast? <laughs> yes, we would have butter toast. Yes, thank you. For, thanks for the same, Ricky. We would have butter toast. And we would have gravy cakes, uh, and we would um, <laughs> and with with an au jus, um, baked salmon. <laughs> How's that? And then, uh, no, and then that's what, perfect. And, and then he, what were we the, talking about? Yeah, no. the last part was what, what would the conversation be? Oh, yeah, I mean, I, it would be um, it would be uh, uh, the existential. How do you say that word? Existential. Yeah, the existential um, question of um, who made the uh, the pencil first, or the ch- or the chicken, um, or the gravy. <laughs> I think that would be our points of topic. 
Oh, no. And also, who do you think is going to win the next um, U.S. election? I, no, I think that that would be... Or that might be a that might be a supper ender. <laughs> I could see that literally being like a Ed, like an Ed and Netty episode or like yeah. a like a special it's like a special episode. Just seeing the Ed boys reunite and just talking to each other over dinner. <laughs> we talked about it. We talked about it. Yep. No, absolutely. It's funny because like there was like it sounds like there was a lot of interest around it for a while, but we didn't hear anything about it. So I don't think it was like a for real thing. Um. But it, you know, to me, it just shows that the, you know, the fans, it meant a lot to the fans, you know, and uh, so I'm, I'm stoked that, uh, you know, like this, still get to talk about it this way. And, you know, and if they ever did a reboot of it, I know me, Sam, Tony, Peter, everybody, we all, I think, collectively say the same thing. We would, we would decline because, and I don't think Danny would ever redo it because like, like that, it's like, you know for a different way but it would be like rebooting seinfeld yeah i, I, think, I think it's good to just have it yeah as, as in that first one and then if there is, let's, just, let's just say if there is a reboot of it it's someone else's iteration of the show yeah so different story right yeah yeah right. No, it's not, you know so uh yeah i mean some things you just gotta let let them just let just let them be right you know yeah um, yeah, because you know, there's so many like rehashes and like remakes of things yeah, nowadays, like with movies and shows. Yeah. So like, I I totally get the idea of just like leaving it as is yeah. because I mean, I'm, like th there are some remakes that are I'm not gonna say like they, there are some that are good, but I think you know with oh, Ed Boys like I, that that is yeah. with the Eds like that's yeah. its own treasure, man. Like I think Absolutely. that's something that's like yeah. leave it as is. Like yeah. I said, if there's if there's someone who's yeah. a creative that wants like their own iteration of it, go, go <laughs> for it. But I I think like you said though, like just bring a new cast. You know, yeah. Let the, let there be a new set of cast and see then, if it latches onto those characters. It's funny, but the, you know, then the actor in me would be like, "What? They're doing a new edit, 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 edit. <laughs> Okay, hold on. How do I get in the session? You know, so you see the recording, and then you like see these little heads coming up from below, going like, "What are you guys doing?" Oh. But I, I'm sure though, if there was ever something like that though, I'm sure like e even if you guys don't voice your own character again, you guys would come in as cameos. This no way. Nope. people would come in and uh -huh. be like no, well, actually that's even. what i gotta love about danny too there was no there was no guests right, right? okay like i mean what did he play did, what did he play eddie's dad for like I the think last so. i think that i think that was i think that was it there was yeah so no guest cast man i think uh you know so it's just like just let it be what it is that's what i think is awesome yeah, yeah. i mean and then i'm not out of a job talking about <laughs> the show you know <laughs> I think it's great though. Like, even if there is no reboot, though, like I hope, hopefully, one day there is some sort of reunion for the cast to just come. You know, like that how the how be... HBO did, like the Harry Potter yeah. stuff. You know, how the oh, cast yeah, came yeah. together, yeah. or like oh, the Friends absolutely. reunion. Yeah. I think that would be great yeah. to see, like a yeah. an Nnetty cast yeah, we, reunion. We were trying to get um, we were trying to get Tony on board for this for the one in um in Florida as well as Sam and. uh you know, but they've, I mean, like, hey, you've got to respect that, man. They've both got yeah. lives that they're living as well, right? And, you know, it's just my fantasy. That's all. Just, you know, <laughs> I haven't Maybe. moved on. Okay. Hopefully, hopefully their minds would change in the future. But, like you know, like you said, res to just respect their boundaries. With that, a million you know? dollars, I bet you that would <laughs> I bet you they'd go like, yes, we're there. <laughs> so if everybody but, wants to put, you know, like, you know, like 50 cents or a quarter into the jar, Right, I bet you we could get a you know get Eddie to a convention fund, and I bet ya. 
come on fans you can do it oh man that'd be so cool though. like everyone comes in the glass jar of just quarters or like big old uh what was it the jawbreakers oh my god <laughs> <laughs> well matt you know i i've enjoyed this time with you speaking to you about just your you Me know what too, you've brother. done and in your experience man Thank like you. honestly like i i'm like really motivated just hearing how passionate you are about about your your craft and your content man Thank and you. um hopefully one day you know we get to meet at a con in person and uh, i wish you, nothing but the best for you man where do you hail from uh, I'm from. I, I recently moved to Dallas last year, so oh, great. I'm from okay. the, the Dallas area. You know what? Somewhere down the line, brother, I bet you we will, because um, there's a good, there's um, my my former agent actually lives um just outside of Dallas, so um, okay. you know, I'm sure at some point I'll be down in that neck of the woods. So uh, I'll definitely look you up, brother, and uh, um, and you know, seriously, thank you for what you're doing as well, because it's a big deal. Because if I was reliant on doing all this technical stuff and putting like all this stuff together, the world would fall apart. So <laughs> thank you for the world of, you know, of Ricky. Cause uh, you know, you guys rock dude. Thank you. Uh, you know, and if you are passionate about floating, be the best floater that you've ever been. Oh yeah, definitely. I do it. I, I, I float enough to just survive and like, that's the goal. <laughs> <It's> beautiful. <laughs> Well, but you know, thank this you is for this honor. <clears throat> no, no, man. Thank you, dude. Like, I again, thank you, man. And thank you to Julian uh, yeah. for setting Thanks, this Julian. up, man. Like, Thanks, it buddy. wouldn't have been possible without him. Um, but before we wrap things up here, Matt, if people do want to follow you, I know you said you had a website, but, was, but do you also like have socials at all so people can follow you on there, socials? like Instagram or? Um, yeah, I've, I'm so bad at um, Instagram. I can't even remember what my uh, my handle is. But if you go, if you go to my uh, my website, matt-hill.com my um my handles on the bottom perfect for, i'll have uh, that in the show notes as well so i think so yeah oh and also yeah. too if the fans want to um you know get a, a christmas present or a happy birthday present for somebody i'm also on cameo um and perfect. so uh you know that's been a blast doing um you know personal videos of for people for you know ved and lots of anime characters i just did one for ronin warriors actually a couple weeks ago perfect so, yeah. Oh, you know, okay, before we okay, before we close things off here, there was one thing I saw on, on now that you bring up cameo, <laughs> I saw one someone requested you do uh like to sing a song as the ed. It was one of the outfield songs. Oh yeah. Your love. Yeah. And like that that was like on tick that was trending on TikTok and was people it? were saying like yeah, it, like like or How I don't do you think you're I don't think I don't think it was your your cameo, but it was like the the little clip of Ed, made, yeah, yeah, like yeah, animated Ed singing that was yeah. being trending <clears throat> on, on TikTok, and I saw the video of the cameo on yeah. YouTube where someone requested you to sing uh, "Outfields Your Love." Yeah, 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 Ed, man, that like I don't know, like the the animation, whoever animated that, like <clears throat> it, it just it, you could like you could hear your voice as Ed singing that song you know like I just thought that was really cool that you brought up cameo I wanted well to just, like you say uh, it was, it's uh it's honored you know even even to be trending like you know next door to TikTok that's like I you know I feel so elevated in the world <laughs> it's great <laughs> um but yeah you know so this is pretty much it man thank you again matt for being on the show um again Please. for anyone who wants to follow matt on uh his social media i have all the links in the show notes you can follow him there um and on his website so make sure you like share and subscribe to to spoiler force follow matt on instagram make sure you check out his website make sure you check out his cameo if you want to send uh valentine's videos or Absolutely. christmas videos or birthdays videos i'll be there for you <laughs> 
Um, as well as, <laughs> you know, one of my favorite things that I love saying for on a lot of the cameo ones now at the end, I always be like, I remember, keep kicking your feet towards your dreams. So. And that is a great way to end this episode. But this is episode 147. Thank you guys so much for watching, listening. Thank you again, Matt. I, I cannot say it enough. Thank you again. Thank um, you. But yeah, thank you guys. And You're have good, a great man. day. Thank you for, you know, having me on your 147th episode on my 147th birthday too. So. <laughs> Perfect. Awesome. If you enjoyed this episode, make sure to give a review and rate Spoiler Force Podcast. If you want to get all Spoiler Force updates or even peeks at behind the scenes, you can join the Spoiler Force Discord community. And if you'd like to show support, give tips, recommendations, sponsorships, or any collaborations, you can email me at rickyvang92 at gmail.com.